Welcome to Content Inspire, a podcast focused on sharing good people doing great things within the sports nutrition and fitness industry. Welcome to Content Inspire. I'm your host, Andrew Calvino. And today I have the legend and badass himself, Zach O'Byrne here. I am absolutely ecstatic that you're giving time out of your day to share your story with my listeners. And uh, thank you, my man. Introduce, you, introduce yourself to the listeners. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Zach Colburn checking in here. I'm the founder and CEO of the Personal Trainers Business Incubator. I'm based out here in San Diego. And uh, honestly, I'm just super pumped. Anytime that I have an opportunity to you know, expand my audience and share a story and reach new people, I'm always for it. Plus, I just love dropping knowledge. I love you know, sharing what I've learned on my journey. That's what I'm all about. So it's an honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me, man. Thank you, dude. And so the first question that I'm going to drop your way is what is your why? Yeah. So this is a really, really great question because within the last two years, I've really had time to actually sit down and understand what my why is. Um, I'm going to give you a long-winded answer if that's okay. Um, For the longest time, you know, I didn't really have the opportunity to, you know, go the nine to five route or, you know, go to college. I, I mean, the opportunity was there, but it just wasn't cut out. I wasn't cut out for it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to community college, busing tables, you know, living at my parents' house. And I really didn't see like, you know, the golden handcuffs route. I was the route for me. And so I had to figure out what I was going to do with my life early on because at 18, I was like, okay, I need to figure my stuff out like fast because I'm going to be 25 here soon, or I'm going to be growing up here soon. And if I don't, actually set intentions with what I want to do with my time, then, you know, I'm just going to be a bum. And so I got to work pretty early on in my life. And I was obviously, you know, as a kid getting started, you don't have any money, right? So you're dead broke. And that's like the first step. So the first reason, my first reason why was just like, I needed to survive. Right. And so I went on this like five long, five year long journey from 18 to about, you know, 22 to 23, Um, It was just hustle, grind mode, trying to find myself, trying to just get some footing in life. And uh, around 23 is when I got my break and I started, you know, seeing success in my business and, you know, I was able to afford rent. I was able to, you know, travel. I was able to like, you know, do all the things that like a normal person would is able to do. Mm -hmm. And within the last two years, my business has absolutely exploded to the point to where there's an abundance and there's an excess. Right. And so my reason why has shifted and I've actually had time to kind of sit back and evaluate, like, what is the reason why? Whereas before it was for survival. Now I actually have everything I need. So like what continues, you know, what drives me moving forward? So Mm -hmm. my best explanation for my reason why is that I want to share my experience of life and my outlook on life and share what I'm doing with as many people as possible, because I don't have fun doing things by myself. I have fun introducing people to new ideas, introducing people to new concepts and helping people, you know, have the same experience. And I guess the best way you can describe it is like, have you ever heard a song that's so good that you're like, I need to share this with all of my friends and make sure that they listen to it or like a TV show that's so good. And you're like, I need all my friends to watch this TV show with me because it's so much better as a shared experience. That's my experience with entrepreneurship. When I finally sound found footing in well, actually it started with fitness too. When I found footing in fitness and I started seeing results, I'm like, I need everybody to experience this because this is amazing, right? And then I eventually built my business and I'm like, wow, entrepreneurship is awesome. Like I need to help as many people experience this as, as awesome. So that way, you know, I'm not the only one seeing success, but all my friends can see success too, right? And so 
I guess my reason why is that I just want to share as much as I can with as with everyone I can because it's just going to make everyone's lives better, right? And selfishly for myself, if I can help you make more money, then you and I can go have more fun together, right? Now I have a buddy that we can go have fun, like that I can go have fun with. So uh, I guess my reason why is just to share as much as I know with as many people as I know so we can all have fun together. Well, Zach, that is a badass why. Thank you for sharing that with me and the listeners. And um, another quick question is, how did you get into fitness? How did you find the gym? Yeah, so I feel like the more and more people I talk to, the more I realize like we all kind of grew up in a generation that had a very similar before story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up skinny. I was six foot and 130 pounds in high school. I, I, I've always wanted to get in shape, but you know, the information back in the early 2000s was all based out of like muscle fitness magazines. Yep. And so I was doing like push up workouts and pull up workouts in my bedroom at night, like not telling any of my friends about it, but like, you know, the, the, the teasing remarks kind of got to me. So the interest developed pretty early on, but I had no idea what I was doing. And, um, it wasn't until my junior year of high school, I was skateboarding and I broke my collarbone, like really messed it up. And uh, one of my friends says, he's like, you know, if you had more muscle on you, it wouldn't have broke. And I was like, you know what? Screw you. Like, I'm going to do this thing. Once, once my collarbone heals, I'm going to like fully commit and uh, I, I got the P90X program, you know, the entire time my, my collarbone was broken, I was just watching all the before and after stories for P90X. I'm like, this is what's going to change my life. And so I fully committed. And from that moment on, I've never looked back. I got into fitness, changed my life, built up, you know, some muscle. And, um, you know, it was at that moment where like confidence started to build and then personal development started to you know, I, I started to get more into personal development. I started reading more. And then I was, became just like on this woke journey that just absolutely changed my life. And I was still only 18 years old at the time. And so, you know, I was like, I need to help all of my friends because they're on the wrong path. Or like, I thought like I needed to save them all and stuff. So I started my coaching business, started personal training and uh, yeah, that's kind of how it started. Damn, that is sick. And we somewhat have a similar story in regards to being skinny and wanting to get just gain more muscle and then the confidence and self-development building from that. So that's badass, dude. Thank you on the real. Um, another quick question your way is what made you want to become like an online coach and then transition to teaching individuals how to be how to be a successful online coach within the industry? Yeah. So I'll be completely honest. Um, from day one, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur slash investor. That was the first thing that I wanted to do. Uh, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I read Richest Man in Babylon. I started reading books on finance and investing. And, you know, I wanted to, you know, put money in the market. I wanted to invest in stuff. And then I realized I needed money, mm-hmm. right? I, I didn't have any money to do the things that I wanted to do. And so fitness became the vehicle for the business to start generating that income to then do what I actually wanted to do. And so I went on like a five-year sprint where, you know, fitness was my business because it was a means to an end to get the capital to do what I really wanted to do. Um, but eventually we grew it up to six figures. It was awesome. We helped, you know, hundreds of people. And um, I realized that there was a point where I had to walk away from my fitness business because the deeper and deeper I was getting into the fitness industry, the more I realized that I wasn't serving my people as the best as I possibly could. You know, where my friends who are fellow coaches were learning about hormones and, you know, 
bodybuilding prep and like getting into these really advanced techniques, I was out here learning about sales and lead gen and, you know, marketing campaigns. And I was like, you know, I'm, I, my, all my time is going into this other area, whereas I'm not investing it into the same area as my friends are, who are then serving their clients to a higher level. And so I knew that I wasn't giving my clients the best service. And I knew that my passion was for business. And so once I had the, the social proof of like, hey, you know, I've actually built up my business before I can help you build your business too. I made the switch to then help personal trainers start with their business because uh, it was more aligned with what I love doing. And, you know, I had the social proof at that point. That's sick that you transitioned from being an online coach, running a six-figure business, and then realizing that you had another passion or another uh, ability to help uh, coaches within the industry. So that's sick, dude. Thank you, man. And um, has there ever been a client for the online coaching business side of things that regarding client acquisition, implementing the program perfectly and executing at a level that surprised the fuck out of you, dude? Dude, yeah, so many of them, honestly. I, you know, when I started my program, uh, the PTBI program, which helps trainers get started, I really, like, I had no idea what I was getting into. Like, I was really just testing and, like, putting out concepts that I had, like, I had learned and implemented myself, but I didn't know how it was going to be received by, you know, other people on the other side. And, you know, we've had people, you know, grow in their business to 10K within the first 30 days. We've had people, you know, um, quit their job in three weeks. We've had about 15 trainers move to San Diego from the income that they built in their business, quit their job, moved out of their place. And like, so crazy things that are happening in this program that I like never would have expected. Um, but I would say what's really nice is that our program is a lifetime program. There's a lot of coaches out there that, you know, do retention sales, they do upsells, they do all this stuff for hours. It's like, once you're in, you're in and like, we got you for life. And so every single trainer's entrepreneurial journey is different. We have some trainers who are starting off living in their parents' house with no job. And so they have all the free time in the world to get started. And so they can get started really quick. Whereas we have other people who have families and they work nine to fives. And so they may only have one to two hours a day to dedicate to their business. And so for that reason, we want to make sure that we provide as much support as possible for as long as they need it. Because we've had trainers that like, like, like I mentioned, you know, blew up really fast and like they see success really fast. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas we have other trainers who need 12 months to have to like slowly get integrated. And by that 12 month mark, they blow up and their whole life changed, but it did take 12 months. Right. And so we don't want to limit someone's growth to 90 days. And if you don't get that growth in 90 days, well, hey, you got to resign or you got to join another program or like you got to do something else. We want to really make sure that you're you see success. And so we're going to work with you for as long as your time. So I would say everybody in there surprises me. Some people, you know, are faster than the others, but I would say I'm more surprised by that person who takes their time and by that 12 month mark absolutely blows up. Like for me, that is more fulfilling and, and uh like rewarding than the person who does it quickly. Okay. Um, well, thank you for sharing that with me and the listeners. I'm certainly going to link the uh, website for PTBI down below in case anybody's interested in checking it out because that sounds like an amazing program on the real dude. Thank you, bro. Um, and then what advice would you give to someone who's afraid to go after it? So the number one thing that I have to say is case studies and testimonials are going to be your best friend when it comes to building confidence and taking that risk. Uh, I had a conversation one time with uh, someone who was thinking about joining PTBI. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, this is going to, this is going to happen for, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to go after. Right. I, I was on a call with a girl who was like, you know, I really want to do this and, you know, I have the resources, but I'm just a little bit intimidated. I don't know if I can do it. Like, I don't really believe in myself. And I said, what I want you to do tonight for the next 12 hours, mm-hmm. just watch all of our testimonials. Cause what's going to happen is you're going to see people who are just like you starting off in situations, just like you doing exactly what you want to do. And you're not just going to hear it from one person, but you're going to hear it from a ton of people. And the more you can expose yourself to that story of success that all these people are doing it, the more you're going to start to believe that, hey, I'm just like that person. And if they can do it, I can do it too, right? And watching, it's almost like brainwashing yourself into believing that you can do it. And so watching testimonials and case studies will help you build that belief and confidence that I can do it. So why not just go for it? This is the same thing I did with uh, P90X when I first got started. I broke my collarbone and I was, I literally couldn't do any, any exercise or any activity for three months. And so for three months, all I did was watch t- P90X testimonials. You know, Chad lost 40 pounds in our program. You know, Susie built five pounds of muscle. Derek got absolutely shredded in 90 days. And I'm like, that's going to be me. I got so hyped off that. And so I always say like, if you're looking for belief and you want to take that first step, just, you know, educate yourself with testimonials, talk to people who've seen the, seen the results themselves. And that belief will start to, you know, build up inside of you. Awesome. Uh, listeners at home, definitely write that down, implement it, and then go after it on the real. Um, and then another quick question your way is what's your favorite form of content to create like Instagram podcasting content specifically for PTBI? Mm-hmm. I love speaking and I love writing. So there's two main platforms that I, you know, do all of my content through podcasting. Mm-hmm. I have my own podcast. Um, and that's really just where I can just brain dump ideas and lessons that I'm learning, um, just to kind of share them as I go throughout my own personal journey. And then I love writing, right? So long form captions are my favorite. Is it the best for the algorithm? Who knows? I don't care. Like I love to write long form captions. Um, and so writing is my favorite, uh, podcasting is my favorite. I try to get into the real game. I try to get into the YouTube game and, you know, it's not something I'm passionate about. And so, you know, whether or not it's best for the algorithm, whether or not it's like, you know, growth hacking, it's not, if it's not something I can be consistent at long-term, then it's not worth my time. So, uh, writing and speaking is like the two that I go to. Okay. Um, so those two are organic. They come natural to you. You enjoy them. Um, so all the listeners at home, if you're trying to force yourself to create a content on a platform, um, it's better to be, to be consistent in regards to a platform. Cause I could drop a YouTube video, right? But if I'm not going to drop a YouTube video in the next three months after that, that's garbage. That's a waste of time. So thank you for sharing that dude. Um, another quick question your way. Um, are you running PTBI by yourself or do you happen to have a team, investors, uh, business partners, you name it? Yeah. So I started PTBI by myself in my bedroom. Um, not this bedroom. I did move apartments, but it was another bedroom, very similar. And um, it started off with just a course. So I sold the course to a couple of trainers. Then I started taking on one-on-one clients. I was doing all my own content creation. I was doing all my own lead gen. I was taking all my own sales calls. I was doing all the coaching calls. I was doing all the course creation. So everything was by myself. And I did that for about like seven or eight months. And it was freaking stressful. I kid you not. I was waking up at 6 a.m. And I wasn't going to bed until 10 p.m. I like I barely even had time to train for myself. I barely had time to eat. 
Um, I lost about 15 pounds of muscle, gained about five to 10 pounds of body fat. Um, and I recently just hired a coach to get my ass back in shape in uh, February because I finally got time to, you know, put myself first. Um, but for the first eight months, it was, it was by myself. Right? The first hire I made was a virtual assistant who did a lot of my, ch- what I call chasing. Mm-hmm. Uh, chasing is like reaching out to leads to, to uh, confirm a follow-up, uh, reaching out to leads to confirm a call time, you know, sending out emails to clients who need them, like do a lot of like the admin tasks. Uh, then I hired another virtual assistant for lead gen, hired another virtual assistant for lead gen. So then I was up to three virtual assistants for lead gen. And um, after that, I had like way too many calls booked. Uh, I was reached out to by a closer who actually, you know, reached out to me. He was like, Hey man, I'd like to close with you. I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't know. I'm not really sure. Like I've never handed off my sales calls before. And then my virtual assistant uh, texted me and he's like, Hey man, I booked you seven calls for tomorrow. I was like, you know what? I'm going to need some help. Um, so I brought in a closer and that brought our team up to, I think, I believe five. And then I hired an assistant coach to help me on the back end to support all of our clients on the inside. And then recently I just hired uh, a setter who runs all of our uh, Facebook leads and he does cold calls. He reaches out to them. He gets them set up for sales calls. So we, we are now a team of seven and we do work with a marketing agency. It's like an independent contractor who does all of our ads and then a content creator who helps me with our ads. So I would say like seven in-house, nine in total. Okay. Um, in regards to the content creator, is that a, a youth? Yes. Yes. Oh yes. Boy. Yes. He's one of the best, bro. He's, he's sick. Yeah. Um, I and, love you. Yeah. And then um, that's sick in regards to the team that you have. It seems like you're executing in every single area on the reel. Um, and then what is your current training style in the gym? Is it something that's going to be programmed and handled by the coach that you recently hired? Yeah. So do you know, Will Sage? Will Sage? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Will Sage. Um, he works with or owns Precision Elite, right? Nice. Okay, cool. So he's my coach. Um, so I've always been, you know, bodybuilder style, very bodybuilder split. I did, you know, push pull legs for like a four year, you know, time period of my life. And uh, I'm still on a push pull leg split. We're training five days a week. Uh, we're doing lots of cardio. So we only have one day, one leg day. So think push, no, it's pull, push, rest, pull, push, legs, rest. And that's the split. So yeah, one leg day a week, just because we're doing a ton of cardio. Mm-hmm. Um, we recently just brought my body fat down. So I was at 185 and we just finished at 170. So I've lost about 15 pounds, which is great. Uh, and then now we're slowly starting to bring the food back up. Okay. That's nice, dude. That's awesome that you're using a coach in regards to helping you get back on track. Cause now you have the time to dedicate to your fitness. Absolutely. Uh, and then what music do you listen to while working out, bro? Yeah. So, you know, when I, it, it's, it's always changed when I was first starting out back in like 2014, it was a lot of reggae like reggae and ska, like revolution. Uh, Yeah. And then like 2015, 2016 was a lot of hip hop, like logic and G easy. Um, recently it's been a lot of EDM, like heavy EDM. Cause I feel like that's kind of like the trend right now. I love it. And then rock, like, like the emo rock, my chemical romance, slipknot, like all that stuff. Those, those are my go-to. I say 
you know, like My Chemical Romance and like the emo rock was my first taste of like discovering my own music back in like 2007, 2008. And so it's always a safe go-to because it's like, I know this music is good and I know it will always serve me. So during a workout, like I can always fall back on that. Okay. So My Chemical Romance was my first band that I ever discovered on the reel on my own. And it was the Helena music video that just blew my mind. I was like, what is this, dude? And yeah, so My Chem is legendary. So that's dope. Um, so you talked about it in regards to earlier when you started your business, finally was making good income for yourself and you were able to travel. What's your favorite place to travel, man? So, you know, I don't have a favorite place to travel. I always go back on this and I ask, I put a poll up on my story. I'm like, would you rather go back to a destination that you know is a guaranteed good time? Would you rather risk exploring something new that could be, you know, relatively dangerous? And for myself, it's always like, I'm always trying to go places new. Mm -hmm. I've hardly ever been to someplace twice, right? So I've been to New York, been to Miami. I'm about to go to Chicago next week for the first time. I've been to Austin. I've been to Houston. I've been to, uh, you know, DC, like I've been all over, but I've never gone back. So it's always like about finding new places. The coolest place I've been to uh, within the last couple of years was Australia. Uh, I did two weeks in Bondi Beach. I just booked a hostel by myself and just had a really great time. Um, Met a lot of cool people, partied a lot with a bunch of strangers. And um, that was really eye-opening because it, it made me realize that I wanted to travel even further. But then COVID happened Mm -hmm. quarantine you know you aren't you aren't able to travel so what we have on the books right now is we're going to chicago next month and then we're actually going to be saving up to go to the philippines um i got three virtual assistants out in the philippines and so what i want to do is go fly out and take them to dinner and just party with them and kind of understand their culture and uh you know just have a good time in the philippines and then you know after that we'll we'll find out where we go next but uh definitely want to do some more like international travels okay um that's really cool that you're going to be saving up and flying out to the Philippines and hanging out and partying with your VAs. So that's sick. If you need any recommendations about Chicago, I got you, dude. I only live about two or three hours away. So Chicago is beautiful. Awesome. Um, And then on your downtime, do you watch Netflix, Hulu? And do you have a favorite show? Dude, so I literally, I'm just like, finally, after eight months of my life, just wrapping up Naruto. Right. Oh, okay. Are yeah. you gonna are you gonna watch Boruto? That's the real question. No, God, I can't do it, dude. I it's been eight like I started this show in December and I've probably dedicated about like, you know, an hour to two hours a day every single day. Some days binging for a whole weekend. Like I put too much time into that. I need a break. Okay. But it was so good, man. Okay. Naruto is the goat of anime, like hands down. I know Dragon Ball Z is up there and a lot of other like Inuyasha, Gundam, you name it, but Naruto is stupid sick. Yeah. Uh, um, Dude, on the real, I just wanted to say thank you so much, Zach, for giving your time, sharing your story, because I know the listeners, they're going to go after it. So thank you, my man. Is there anything that you would like to say to the listeners before we head out? Uh, yeah, actually, I can plug um, you know a few things. So one of the things that I did this year was I wanted to share my story of you know getting into entrepreneurship and starting my business. What we do now is work with trainers to help them get start their business. But a lot of the times, they, there's a lot of like mental work that goes in before making that decision. 
you know, your parents tell you it's a dumb idea, your friends think you're crazy and all this stuff. And so uh, I wrote a story that is up on Amazon. It's my first book. And um, it's about how I found my path on my own without having my parents, without, you know, having my friends and kind of just like failing my way forward until I, I landed, you know, you know, it, it pretty much goes up until like my high school years up until I hit my first 10k month in my first coaching business before I built it to six figures. Um, and so if anybody wants to read that, that's on Amazon, you can type in my name, Zach Colburn, which is Z-A-K-K-C-O-L-B-R-N. And uh, you can find it there. Okay. I'll be looking for it. I'll link it down in the bio below. Um, and thank you, dude, on the real. Of course. And, Anytime, man. And listeners, till next time.